0: Right.
1: Heating up! I'm always ready for breakfast. I do isn't. We got a comedy battle after the show. We got a at la, last cafe tomorrow. We got the comedy festival coming up in a couple weeks. We're just hustling around the clock here. Uh, the farmers market on Sunday. And it just never ends. Joke workshop. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's right.
1: Alvy, swooping in the door at the precise right second.
2: I think it was. <laughs> I think it was about 10 seconds before this just happened.
1: Yeah. We actually, um, both of us got the best spots you could get. So I got the, the spot right in front of the station am that car. Ah, and then you got the... The bike spot.
2: Yeah. Yes. No, I mean, that's that's why I ride a bike. So
1: I get the front parking spot of every place. It was meant to be it totally... Was- What's great about, you know, having a show at, at this time at 4 o'clock, a lot of times people aren't fighting for parking quite yet.
2: It's true. That's Everyone's still at work, or at least they're thinking about leaving work.
1: Yeah. It's not quite 4.20 yet, so people aren't stoned. And um, 4 o'clock is just a sweet time to find parking in the Mission, at least from what I've seen.
2: It's true. It's true. It's It's like it's starting to... To blossom out there, it's Friday night. You know things are happening. The cars are honking, but you know there's still spots. If yeah. you guys are if you guys are on your way home right now, you may have a chance.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's ex- exciting to have you on the show. It's funny, you know what a what a small world our art community is here. And mentioning uh, to some people in my inner circle that oh yeah i'm having alvy from alvy and the breakfast pigs on the show and everyone's like oh i know him and it's like they're so cool oh yeah man
2: that's great i do i do love this tight community that we have so it's uh it's always great and i always like meeting new people so it was it was great to meet you at the show a couple weeks ago yeah Yeah, i'm actually headed back to amados tonight that's great who's playing tonight treasure um funny enough we played with treasures but there's a treasure with a v and then tell me tell me and grant oh my gosh I actually don't remember the last something grant I I'm not familiar with grant but I'm excited to see him
1: Yeah that was a really fun show that um when you guys had played and was it treasure the, with the not the v treasures yeah treasures yes and then uh That's right at, okay I got it we got it um and then it was at the Silk Road Truckers. Yeah. Which I, think that was, I don't know. I think that they played around, but that was the first time I've seen them play other than Francisco Studios. Yeah. They,
2: I feel like they've been around, but I don't see them playing out that much. So, but man, they blew me out of the water. To be honest, it was, it was really good. Like they translated well over from the recording and like even better in my opinion. So,
1: yeah, it's pretty theatrical. So I know you got that uh, that show coming up at the Elbow Room. Yeah, I still haven't been to the new Elbow Room since they moved it to Jack London Square.
2: Yeah, I haven't either. Um, I we played there when it was the Nightlight. Um, oh, probably, was, oh okay. that's so it's the same space as the got Nightlight. Is it. I guess as far as I know, that's what I was told. I guess I could be spreading misinformation, but I'm pretty sure it took over the Nightlight. Um, and yeah, I'm. That was always a really great place for comedy in general, um, and just good shows too. So I'm excited to see if they've changed it at all, or if it's just the same place that I remember, so.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I, I, I need to go check it out. I remember when um the Elbow were I remember crying in my Chardonnay about it. I was just like, oh my God, this is so sad. I know. And I was thinking that they were going to change it into like condos or apartments, because that seems to be the, the trend now. Yeah, Hemlock. Just, yeah. And so that's what I was concerned that was going to happen. And then they turn into the Valencia room and I was kind of like rolling almost. my eyes in the back of my yeah, head. Yeah, it's almost you know. worse in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I walked in for the first time, um, I was really, you know, pleasantly surprised with the old elbow room that's now Valencia room. That the downstairs, it's still super divey. It's got the barcade yeah. situation. Yeah. It smells like moldy beer. It just, you know.
2: They but- didn't change much of that. Yeah, they kind of like revamped it a little bit, but it <laughs> looks the same. It just looks like different in some ways. But I haven't been upstairs yet. I tried to get them to book a show with us, and I don't think they even do bands anymore.
1: Do you remember going up to the top of the old elbow room and see- seeing shows up there?
2: Yeah, yeah, we played up there a few t- one of our I think one of our like second or third show in the city was there actually. It was such a cool. I love That's the stage so with like they had like Egyptian stuff up there. I don't even remember what it was exactly. It was like weird sculptures on either side. It was like super unique. I don't remember if it was if it was that or like horses, I, you know, drinking. So yeah,
1: yeah. I've seen a lot of really good punk rock shows there. So I wanted everyone, all the listeners out there that haven't heard the Alvi and the Breakfast Pigs. I wanted to play uh, one of your songs here. Yeah, I had, I had Tokyo at the top of my list here.
2: Yeah, that's our uh, newest release. We came out with it um, in the dips of in the midst of hell in 2020, <laughs> July, and it, we came out with a comic book as well with it. Oh wow! So there's a comic book. There is. It's a, the story of how the song came to be,
1: or our, our gift to the world for saving the world with rock and roll. So feel that. All right, this is uh, Tokyo, Alvin the Breakfast Pigs Live, mutiny Radio, FM. Boom. That is Alvy and the Breakfast Pigs here. Oink, to- oink. Oink, oink. Sitting back in the box with Alvy right now. And I'm just trying to imagine a comic book to that. Actually, I could very easily imagine that.
2: Yeah, it's like pretty much about us. It's it's a little bit... Well, the whole idea was we're like, oh, we're going to come out with this fast, uh, really fast EP and put it on a seven inch. And then the pandemic hit and I'm like, we got to do something different than just coming out with a seven inch so we decided to create this whole story about us going on tour and then getting kind of like kidnapped and taken to Tokyo. And the whole idea was we were the, the loudest rock band that they could find that would power their machine to destroy, that would pump top 40 music all over the world and destroy <laughs> underground music. So, But they, what they didn't realize is that we were too loud and we destroyed the machine and we saved the world with rock and roll which there's more detail in there. So I, I encourage everyone to go to our website, com and you can you can buy the comic. We can send it to you. You can buy a digital copy. There's also a bunch, all the pages on our Instagram. So if you want to just go check out some of them, you could do that too.
1: Yeah. The Alve and the Breakfast Pigs, just uh, how did you come up with the name?
2: Oh, man. That's uh, a... It that was a long time ago now, but... It, it is, <laughs> but it's a... Uh, so we... Three of the four pigs um, were all from Arizona, Tempe, Arizona, and we used to live in a party house called Breakfast. And we actually kind of just created the band. And we're like, "Hey, we're gonna play a live, like a show." It was like kind of my songs that were acoustic, but shouldn't have been acoustic. And they're like, "You know, we should like make a band for this one show." And we're like, "Cool, let's do it." And literally, that was the first name we thought of. We said, "What about Alvy and the Breakfast Pigs?" And they were, everyone's like, yo, that works for me. So it pretty much is about, it's my house and, you know, at breakfast. And those guys were the guys that trashed the house and played music with me. So
1: that's, that's a fun story. Yeah. I think um, a lot of people could relate to that playing high energy rock and roll on an acoustic guitar. It's like, yeah, you feel like you just need a little extra, uh, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was kind of me just playing by myself and they were like, They gave me the the equipment. They're like, we're going to jump on drums and bass. And it was kind of like an epiphany moment. And I was like, oh, my God, this is where I'm meant to be. So ever since then, we've been pushing hard and playing
1: music and touring and, you know, doing all the good stuff, fun stuff. That is fun. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's what it is. If it's not fun, it's like it's got to be fun. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, at the end of the day, we do it because we love it. Obviously, we hope everybody listening loves it, too. But at the end of the day, you know... Just got to keep making the music or turning bad bad thoughts into good thoughts, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Harnessing
1: that uh that high energy. You know it. Through the sound waves. Yeah. So I was going to play another track. I was going to open up the lines after the call to call in uh, for some, some stickers. Uh, some people, a lot of people get really nervous. Really? You know? That sounds Who like... Who actually calls these days? It's like a text. It's like somebody, someone someone want to text me.
2: Yeah, know? yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like the Collins Yeah, I could see people getting afraid. I mean, you no, know, people don't even use phones anymore. Really, yeah, it's bizarre. It is. So, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. So we got, I'm, we're opening <laughs> up the lines here 415-550-0511. Sitting back with Alvy here in the box. We're gonna be playing another one of their tracks here um, called Hey Bay and we'll be taking uh taking some calls. See, you know, we had a uh, we had somebody calling from Thailand the other day. Really? That's wild, you just never know. That sounds great. Yeah.
3: 24 we have the breakfast pigs. California.
1: There's Albie and the Breakfast Pig sitting back in the box here, 21st in Florida with Albie. And we're, yeah. Man, it's uh, it's great to be here, like I said. So it's,
2: um, I'm getting my Friday started early. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. So without that, I would just be working right now. So, which, you know, I can't complain. Working at Music City is pretty fun. Oh, so. yeah.
1: you know what? I'm glad that you mentioned that because I, uh, Music City is one of those little, rock and roll treasures it is yeah and, uh, have you you obviously since you worked that you've met uh rudy oh yeah
2: definitely rudy colombini he's he's a great guy he's got such a good vision for that space we're like in the middle of a project and it got caught in covid but we uh we're we're getting close to restarting it again and i'm just super excited to have a new venue on polk street so
1: yeah. So, um, where did you record this uh, latest record?
2: So the loud and fast one was actually all done by us. Um, we recorded it above a brewery that unfortunately doesn't exist anymore, called FDR Brewery, over in uh, the Portola District. If you know where that is, off yeah. San Bruno. Um, but they unfortunately closed down during the pandemic, and some of the best beer in the in the city, in my opinion, it was so. Kind of a bummer to hear it, but I guess it's cool that we we did something there before it disappeared. So there's also a video um, on YouTube of us like in the studio, kind of like in the brewery, kind of recording the album and stuff like that.
1: So That's great. Yeah, a little hold on to that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm glad that. Uh, yeah, I mean, because it just turned into art, basically, with uh, Music City and... You know, I remember going back there because I used to live on Geary and Polk Street. Okay. We're talking about neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, it was just... That's those, a rough like, corner. <laughs> yeah. The identity crisis of neighborhoods and the micro neighborhoods. Uh, and going to... So, Music City had a deal back then. The $5 where, deal are you talking about? It was actually... It was... I think it might have been free. I think it was yeah. 11 to 1. It was free during the week. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember going in there and just the, the great thing about there's so many good things about music city, but one thing that I like, enjoy the most is since it's like a plug and play, yeah. you just go there. You could just focus on the creative element of what you're creating versus having to lug around a bunch of gear, which um being a drummer. I'm not a, not too much of a drummer Lugging around a drum set would just be. Yeah. It's just like, it's just, it's not worth it almost at that point. Like, so
2: yeah no that's and that was the best part about it is you just walk in you either buy a drumstick or you know or bring your own or rent a guitar or bring your own and then you just you're jamming in like five minutes which is great so uh i i missed the basement got gutted so we don't have the basement right now we have a couple of studios upstairs that were in the meantime just because there's a need for them for the community but um yeah we're we're gonna be expanding and we'll have like 23 studios um at the end of probably in in another year or so but it's coming soon which
1: is great that's great yeah rudy's a great guy i like what you i mean the place has always been awesome Yeah,
2: yeah i mean it's so cool that he yeah like the free thing like that's like unheard of in any city whether san francisco or not that you are able to just go walk into and there was like over 10 studios down there and you could just go walk in for free and play his equipment, which is like crazy. I, I actually never experienced music city when it was free, but I heard about it and there's videos and like, it's like, I'm just like, wow,
1: I can't believe you guys did this for so long. And it worked. It was too, it was seemed too good to be true. I yeah. mean, just get, lock yourself in a room with a, you know, a couple other people and make noise for two hours. And, I mean, it just seemed like you're just pumping out, you know, songs.
2: Talk about community. That was like the coolest thing about it is you just like, whoa, who's what band is this in the other room? And like, you know, and and because it was like on a time schedule, everyone got in and out kind of the same time unless you booked like two sessions. So that was like another thing is like sometimes you go to like secret studios or something and you hear a band and you're like, oh, man, I wish I could like say what up to these guys. But I can't. So that was always cool because everyone would get out and he'd be like, "Were you guys in room six? Holy shit, you guys rocked! Who was your band? You know, or whatever." So,
1: so have you had anyone comment and in, in that kind of situation on your guys' sound um, for wait say for Alvi and the Breakfast Pigs? Like, if somebody you know, getting because I'm guessing you guys have a jam studio somewhere. Yeah, there. yeah. Actually, funny enough,
2: you. You say that um we were we were jamming i think it was like about a month ago and someone left a note on our secret studio door and was like hey like they didn't leave any info they just said hey really like the drumming sounded really good and we're just like wow that was like someone went and heard that and like came back and put a note on our door i was like that was so nice so i guess he wasn't i guess i didn't sound good vocally but you know the drummer (laughs) jake our drummer i guess was killing it that day
1: yeah I uh, Secret Studios got a lot of positive vibes there. C- Cesar Chavez and I feel like that's really fun, you know, it's especially, you know, where we're at in the Mission, uh Mutiny, you know, where the where the station is, where um where I live <laughs> where the, the where the stu- it's just uh got the whole world right here a couple blocks away from each other. Definitely. Do anything. I I feel like I don't I, now that I
2: work at Polk Street, I mean, I like go from Polk to the Mission to Bernal, and then I like, you no, know, I go other places too. But like, that's so that's a spot. That's where I like to be anyway. So sometimes I'm like, I haven't been to the Hate in so long, or you know, wherever go out to the
1: beach or something. I'm like,
2: wow, this is San Francisco.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels good to things coming back now. I know I'm sure you guys are adapting to the times. Going to. Put out a s you know that seven incher and then be like oh you know well the whole world just stopped yeah and so I remember you know sitting back here we had all these bands that are coming through with noise pop yeah and then all the shows got canceled but then the radio you know the radio shows went on right and I remember, I remember it was it was it March sixteenth last year when they said that things were gonna open in three weeks and three months go by and just kind of what am I doing with my life yeah and and so I was joking around there's this band that. Had, come out with this new record um, and they called in. I was joking around with them and I was like, Hey, well, if you guys want to come over and play a set on my rooftop, we could live stream it. And, and I was, you know, just joking around on the air. You know, yeah. Cause it's fun to, you know, sure. Chill on the air. Like we are, you know, just, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they took me up on, a, um, they came over to my spot in Bernal mission. We're just talking about the neighborhoods and, uh, they, uh, they set up and because there wasn't very many people there, uh, because it's a pandemic and stuff. Right. Um, they set up, so I have a tiki bar. So normally like they have a table to set it up and it's like, Hey, well, it's just like going to be five people here. We don't need a, we just set up on the tiki bar. So at one point during their set, they'd said, this is tiki desk concerts. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and that's what, that, that's what it's, uh, become of it. Uh, and so now, I don't know, now that I'm glad that we're going out and doing shows again and, you know, everyone's getting back out there and, People are slowly mosh, moshing again, which is, I'm a big fan of that. Um, yeah, feeling safe, like they're like, yeah, I could I could hit that guy. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> but we still, we're still doing the Tiki Desk concerts. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that. That's uh
2: That sounds like the perfect thing that could have happened, play on words there a little bit, you
1: know? Yeah, I've been trying to get a, I'm trying to get, a, I don't know, I'm, I'm getting a good lineup uh, for Halloween. Was it October 30th? I'm sure you guys. I don't know if you guys have anything on the books, but yeah, I don't know if we do. We have we have October second, which is
2: the one that's coming up. Elbow Room. Yeah, Elbow Room next weekend, and then the next show we have is December tenth at Cornerstone, actually, with our good friends uh, from Arizona called Authority Zero, um, punk rock band, and um, Authority Zero. Yeah, they've been around for over twenty years. They like. Actually, they just came out the new record, and they're supporting it with this tour. And uh, I forgot what's his name, but the guy from the singer from Bad Religion's on the album. They've they've been around for a long time, so definitely like kind of that classic punk rock, you know, uh, vibes. So
1: were you guys playing December tenth? Just...
2: yeah, that's at Cornerstone. Cornerstone in so Berkeley. That's, that's in Berkeley. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, that should be a really fun show. Um, last time we played with them was actually right around Halloween. Um, in 2018 at bottom of the hill, which was a fun show, but it was like a weird show. Cause it was Monday night, like, but after Halloween weekend. So it was actually still a pretty fun show. A lot of people showed up, but like in general, I'm excited to be doing a Friday night, uh, with them because I think it's going to get a little rowdier and that always translates well for me. Cause it gets me a little more rowdy on stage. So,
1: yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So it's good. To, it's good to be back and rocking and rolling. Yeah. And um, yeah, we got some. Um, we got some stickers here in the box. If anyone wants to call in for some stickers, do it. Dare you? Got a box of candies and um. So there's a four one five 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 zero zero five one one. He has 511 five five zero zero five one one. I've had people like send me messages on the the Instagram mini Radio Instagram. It's like, hey, what's the number to call in? I'm just like it. It's like right there. And the, you you passed it to send me this message. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, so this uh, two hundred deer and one rabbit. That yeah. just sounds
2: like such a great name. There's a, there's a story behind it. So um, it's pretty much about us driving to South by Southwest to play a showcase, and we had we were still pretty new to touring, so we weren't really good at making our legs short, and we drove from. I think it was tucson arizona all the way to austin texas which was like a 14 hour drive and i don't remember i think we were we left i don't remember exactly i think it was at during we left in the morning but 14 hours later it's like getting there at night kind of thing it was like late in the night and we were driving through right getting probably like the, an hour into austin or about to be into austin and there was so many deer like there was like hundreds and hundreds of deer on the road and we were like tired and like okay like stay awake like this is dangerous like we shouldn't even be driving there's so many animals and like stuff like that we're the only ones on the road and we survived you know we obviously survived <laughs> but we we did we didn't hit any deer but we did hit one rabbit so unfortunately we were like what's the odds of that that you know we we missed all of these deer but we did hit a rabbit so wow
1: Yeah, no, it seems like definitely a a harder target to hit.
2: Yeah, it was all accidental, but
1: that's awesome. I'll be in the breakfast room.
0: Texas on the border with ease, now I can
1: that is 200 deer and one rabbit cool. it it happened the road trip and i love the road tri- i um i actually did a road trip uh a couple months ago across the country my friend bought his girlfriend's car for for 200 bucks wow is this uh 1997 subaru legacy wagon with 280,000 miles that thing will go forever it was it was really fun I had uh Rachel Pinson she had uh she's got a show here on Tuesday but I had her fill in mm-hmm. on my show at this time and we had called in from the road trip <laughs> into the station and so it' was one of a couple of you know attempt of a of a mobile podcast and so the whole the road trip you know across the country and you were talking about you know driving from the bay down to wait well, you know you did the truck from Tucson Arizona to austin basically yeah yeah
2: yeah it was like i think it was like the third or fourth show and so we came from the bay originally but yeah we just we were we were not efficient with our our planning it was like oh 14 hours yeah
1: we could do that yeah by, by the
2: time you got there it's like
1: oh my god that was a dumb idea that is yeah so when you said 14 hours i just that rang a bell for me too because when i when we did this cross-country trip I know you said they that a day job as well uh, I have I have a day job but it turned into a remote job mm-hmm. and this is like you know the last week of May so it was before people were loosened up on the mass restrictions and so I did, you know I bought a ticket you know to go to DC because my buddy was going to do this trip all by himself I'm just like oh you know what I'm freaking going stir crazy as an understatement when I've been living here alone and yeah, you know Playing the high energy rock and roll on the acoustic guitar, you know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> doing something banging your head against the wall.
1: Yeah. I was just like, okay, I need to, I need to do this, but I didn't tell my, my job because I just didn't, I didn't want to risk them saying no, saying no. Yeah. And, and so I'm thinking, I'm like, hey, you know, this is the first time I try to do this. So like what happens if my, you know, my boss calls me and I'm in West Virginia He's like, hey, you gotta, we're going to have you in the office. So I tried to think of all these excuses. I was trying to think of all these excuses, and luckily the whole time, I felt like I was more productive on the road. It was a 42-hour trip across the country. Um, I'm surprised I didn't see more deer. I saw a lot more prairie dogs. Actually. Really? Prairie dogs? <laughs> That
2: seems like you would see more deer
1: than dogs, but I guess, uh, I was just trying to think of all the good excuses to come up with and so glad that I didn't have to lie. But I was just like, you know, people getting vaxxed, people getting, you know, sick and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? You know, you say that, you know, you're pulled over the side of the road, you're puking and (laughs) shitting your pants at the same time. (laughs) Like, it's just like, oh yeah, come into the office, you know? Yeah. Uh, That's that's a tough
2: one. Yeah. If you get the call or, or like, I guess, did you have to do zoom meetings and stuff?
1: No. Okay, cuz no, I was like not.
2: that that could be like jump on a zoom real quick and you're just like in the car and they're like where are you? Uh he- get in some lunch real quick.
1: <laughs> you know. Wow, so that um have you been to Nashville? I haven't, but um our our bass player
2: Philip lived there for uh like 8 months. He has a his uh, uncle's out there and plays music, but I would love to go visit. And play out there somewhere.
1: I yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I'd, I'd strongly recommend it. I yeah. Memphis, Knoxville. I felt like it was underrated. Really. But uh, I mean, the whole the road trip thing I was just like there's so much good stuff. I felt like I, you know, as far as riding and material and there's just so much got out of it. Um, it was Memorial Day weekend. I remember waking up. It was a Monday morning. And I wanted to be back by Wednesday night because I didn't want to push my luck. And I looked I put in San Francisco from Memphis and it said it was twenty nine hours. Oof. And I'm like, Holy shit. <laughs> like if we stop in Oklahoma City or we stop somewhere I was just like, We gotta fucking drive through the night. I remember thinking that and it was fourteen hours and I drove and it's cool that you know that you guys were able to you guys were touring so you had some you could switch it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Uh fourteen hours was nuts though. That's I mean, that's rough and it was about um albuquerque i think it was yeah it was memphis to albuquerque new mexico so arkansas that's, oklahoma drive
2: all through texas pretty yeah. much right yeah. Oh, man that's that's that west texas drive is tough there's just it's just there's just nothing you just yeah. <laughs> just drive straight and you want to go really fast cuz it's just like long and straight and you're like oh should i maybe a little bit you know
1: yeah someone had, so we were really contemplating going down to Louisiana or going to New Orleans mm-hmm. uh and then we're just thinking gosh you know this car has got so many miles it just seems like going down there would be um that much more of a risk yeah now. and did it survive though the car it did it, it uh yeah I mean it's it still like going it's yeah it's still going I saw my my friend um at this uh open mic in Berkeley um Missouri Lounge I don't know if you heard of it I have um they hosted this uh missouri lounge open mic in a friend's backyard oh cool they had this amazing garden uh and i saw it i mean it's, it's, it seems to be running really well it was a trip you know i mean driving you know, i drove 75 miles the whole way across the country no traffic at all
2: wow oh uh, yeah can i can imagine i mean that was like the only cool thing i'm Obviously we were talking earlier I bike a lot so like as soon as everybody's like there's no cars downtown I'm like <laughs> sick I'll be back just go bike around downtown and ride right down the middle of the street so I can imagine having a car and going cross country that must have been really a unique experience.
1: Yeah, it was it was really um it was a, when you when we got back though to have to sit at stoplights and stuff. <laughs> I remember I was like thinking I was having a panic attack not really like yeah i was just like i was like i felt this road rage coming over me and i'm just like <laughs> i've been sitting here for 15 seconds like
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no i feel yeah i actually i um bought a car recently um during the 2020 and or was it no i think it was this year actually i think it was in april but i hadn't had a car since i moved out here which like i, I had a subaru actually and i sold it as soon as i got here because i was like san francisco i don't need a car blah blah, blah. So I would had one for seven years and then the pandemic hit and, um, my partner works in San Mateo. So she was barting, but then that was too expensive. So we're lifting and, or not expensive, but that was closed down. And then we were doing lifts or whatever. And she was spending so much. So we bought a car and it like, I was like, oh my gosh, I can like go places like on the weekend, like out of the city. Cause being on yes. bike, you know? So it was, it was kind of cool and freeing a little bit for the pandemic.
1: What do you guys drive? Or what, do, what What kind of a car is it?
2: Um, it's a little Honda Fit. So Ugh, it's like got enough stuff so I can put like the whole band's equipment in there. But it also is like just like good gas mileage and small. So Yeah,
1: you could park it anywhere. Yeah. Sure.
2: So I don't get to drive it that often. But when I do, I'm all like, oh,
1: yeah, I forgot I got a car. Like yeah, so just it, skip town.
2: Yeah, go out to, yeah, over the bridge a few times. Went down to Santa Cruz, stuff like that. You know, things that I usually would have to be like hey, what are you doing this weekend to, like, my friend that has a car? I'm like, oh, interesting. Well, we should go, like, Santa Cruz this weekend or something random, you know? Like, you know, i would have to, yeah. like, persuade someone, to, oh, well, can I come? Like, well, that sounds fun, <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, that that is, the, to have that ability to just be like, hey, yeah, you know what? I'm, let's just go down. And, let's just go hang out in Santa Cruz. Yeah, it just, it just, like, on a whim. Yeah. You're actually making me want to go down to Santa Cruz.
2: It's probably beautiful down there right now. Yeah. Let's go. Put on some
1: songs and we'll just dip. i Yeah, just we could do it. Some <laughs> CCR on the way down. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. Li- we listen to all the CCR the whole way back across the country. Let's it do like, it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
2: I'm into it. That sounds like my kind of road trip.
1: Yeah. There's there's so many good CCR albums, and then there's live albums that go even further. <laughs>
2: Can't get enough.
1: All right. Anyone that's listening in right now, we got, got Alvy from Alvy and the Breakfast Pigs. got a show coming up next week, October 2nd. Get your tickets at the Elbow Room. Do it. It's right on Broadway. There's a bunch of... I don't know if they have food there, but they have... Did they have food there?
2: I don't know if they did, but they might now. Who knows? I feel like every bar has food these days or partner with someone that has food or something. But um, yeah, I I don't know too much about it since they reopened at least. So it'll be a new old experience.
1: I ended up uh, last week with a couple of friends at that chicken and waffle or house of chicken and waffles right there. Oh yeah. I've been there before. I was surprised that they were open until 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, you know, we just randomly ended up there and I never would have thought like when I woke up that morning that I would have been had chicken and waffles in Jack London square. You know? oh,
2: I love chicken and waffles. Is one of those things that like, I never like necessarily, I'm like, yeah, I want some chicken and waffles. But like, if it was in front of me or like, we're going to chicken and waffle place it's always, I'm never upset later, you know? I'm always like, that was a great idea, so. Yeah. But it's like kind of, you know, there's there's some stuff over there, but, you know, it's, uh I haven't been over there in a minute, so who knows, I guess. Hopefully it's like way cooler than I remember. <laughs> I'm happy to see
1: that Van Cleefs is still there. I don't, I've never been there. Yeah, there's a lot over there. I don't know, there's um, Make Westing, which might be a little too bougie for for me but i don't know they have that great sandwiches yeah okay
2: i like sandwiches yeah and you know i, I know there's a good burger place around yeah. there because that's jake's ritual he always needs a burger before playing so he uh, when you
1: run on the drums like that you need something to burn off i can't imagine going and playing a show like that and running on the drum set like that on an empty stomach
2: yeah he's he's has his routines he like you know like we're sitting there like what time is it where's oh Oh, it's how long before the set? Oh, he's over here. Oh, he's over there. Oh, he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, he's smoking a joint or whatever. <laughs> you know, there's there's rituals. So you just feel like, we're 15 minutes before Jake must be out front. Aha. So
1: it's kind of fun. Out front with a burger. She's ready for the show.
2: Oh, yeah. You know, I we always make a joke. We're like, so if we played every night, would you eat a burger every night, Jake? And he's always like,
1: I think so. <laughs> That actually doesn't sound too bad at this very moment, right now. That sounds pretty freaking good. I, I wish I had a burger right in front of me right now.
2: Right. I mean, I guess we live in the world of someone could bring us one if we really wanted one. But it's so weird. <laughs> we could have Jake bring us one. No, I wish. Who knows? He's doing something. He's probably he he uh he's probably delivering pizzas right now.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I feel like you know, it could be challenging. You know, I think um being an artist and being in a band and being able to survive in San Francisco. Yeah. It might contribute to the, the, the artistry. It, do, it does for a lot of people that I know and myself included. It's like, it does. Yeah. No, I mean, I, we're, we're writing a new
2: album. Like obviously every band in the pandemic was like, okay, well we can't play shows. Let's continue writing. So we were kind of already on that, um, track before. Cause we released that song in 2020, um, in July. Um, But our new one's a little bit like blue collar. There's even like some like country twang to it, which is a little new for us. So we got some like punk country kind of vibes going Yeah. But I, you know, it's something that people can relate to and it's, and it's the truth. (laughs) You know, it's hard to survive. And especially for our generation, it's like. I mean, I don't know. I know, like, maybe, like, three people that own a house. Obviously, none in San Francisco. But, like, you know, in general, like, it's hard for... If you lived in Oklahoma to buy a house, let alone if as an artist, you know? So, it's, yeah. a, it's a tough life these days,
1: so... You know, as I um, was a trip, you know, uh, on the road and, you know, going through the Midwest and the whole thing, is like, hey, you know, ask my phone, um, you know, what's the average house... You know how much yeah. house cost? I did said it was, I think it was right outside of somewhere in Tennessee. Uh, it was $172,000, was a medium house. That's pretty, ex- like, I get that that's cheap
2: for some people or, like, for a house that's, like, not the worst compared to, like, San Francisco where everything's a million dollars. But I mean, I can't, like, even if I lived there, I don't think I could buy a house for that much. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's or real. I want
2: to yeah seems like too much responsibility like let alone having like a car loan you're like okay that's a lot of money but like having a loan so big that like i'm like i don't even know if i've ever even made that much money total (laughs) yeah yeah so i feel
1: you there yeah that's just
2: seems like stress like i mean whatever i guess renting has perks and disadvantages too but like it just seems like so much pressure on your back like you're like, ah, oh, should
1: I go on vacation? I guess I got that that house mortgage, <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's, um, I know, you know, so we we're both live in San Francisco, and a lot of people out there, you know, listening. I, mean, I don't know who, there could be somebody in Guam listening in.
2: Please call in and tell us where you're from.
1: Yeah, 415 550 0511. I don't know if what I said, if that, that sounded right, is 415 550 0511. It's close. It's close. There was somebody actually, um, I had somebody call in from Cincinnati. Actually, she was technically Kentucky, right on the border. I guess there's a bridge that goes, and I don't know. It's like speaking a different language. Like, I don't know.
2: I was like, I've never been up there. I have
1: no idea. Yeah. Um. And so she had tried to call in last week, and there was an issue with calling in. Oh, but- so I actually had to call her. Ah. So.
2: Did it work out?
1: Oh, it ended up working out. Yeah.
2: What did, What was, what? What did you talk about?
1: Uh, we talked about... So she is a... This, um, her name is uh, Sarah Similar. She's in this band called Self Similar. Mm-hmm. And she's incorporating all these different you know styles. And so she's a vocalist. She's a multi- um, multiple instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. So she sings, and then she plays this saxophone, which I was tripping out on.
2: Like at the same time? I'm just kidding. I guess that's I impossible. I like you can
1: almost do that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe she... She, she'll, you know, she'll bust it out, you know, she'll like, you know, do a line. Yeah. And then she'll go to her saxophone and play. Whoa. um Yeah. So we, yeah, it was, it was pretty suspenseful. I mean, when someone's trying to call in, you're just kind of like, it was suspenseful today too. I feel like when, when someone walks in, like right at the, it makes it suspenseful. Yeah. And when she was calling, she couldn't, it was like trying to fix uh. An engine on an airplane when it's in flight. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Like we're live, and it's like, oh shit, you know. But it's yeah, it's like
2: it's like troubleshooting the board or something when you're like, okay, it's not working, but we're live, and I have as little of time to figure this out, you know. It just gets yeah. more. The longer it goes, the more stressful it gets, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's... But that's kind of the fun thing about radio, you know. Yeah, especially
1: that, here, you know, it's yeah.
2: You just like there's a mistake, and you go, oh, oops. hope hope no one heard that but i'm
1: gonna call attention to it because why not
2: you know so we're all humans yeah
1: i uh this has got to be so funny like kcsm and so for me and i don't know for me personally my like meditative mode because i when i'm in the songwriting process like it's all really high energy stuff i feel like because i have all this energy that i just need to let out Mm -hmm. and then it just i can't get it out of my head and so then i go and i turn on um KCSM ninety one point one, it's a jazz station. Yeah, and so it's just this, it's it's like a different world. It's like oh wow, I just escaped my brain. Yeah, and uh, I mean the NPR and you know they got all the it's all nonprofit, but I've I've even listened into that and it's like oh wow, somebody totally you know totally messed up. You know I can hear like the person I don't know. I think now it seems like podcasting and you know because we are live on the internet, but a lot of the times. I'm seeing that people are re or they're re recording or they're recording the podcast. I'm sure you did at BF, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then airing it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's
2: always more fun to do it live, you know.
1: It's, yeah, this is a rush.
2: Yeah. And then, like, you know, it's like, yeah, if you make that mistake or whatever, you just own it and you just keep going. And it's just like, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of like it. And then it's also like, yeah, like you said it's like this this feeling that you get that like is like it's like almost like butterflies in your stomach type thing like getting on stage and you're like every time you're on the radio I don't know I I like I always like it and I I feel like you lose that when you when you do a pre-recording of it and whatever those are still fun uh, nothing against that but you know sometimes it has to happen so <laughs> I agree with that I I
1: yeah it's got got to be I feel like it's live you know
2: yeah and then also like people can interact like so you can call in and stuff like that if if you don't do that then you like have you can't do those cool things where or like you know Pam could walk in right here with like a marching band and we could have to like address that you know
1: you know who knows <laughs> it's so much fun and the uh it was funny because I said we we know a lot of the same some of the same people and Andy mm-hmm. from uh Stormfuckers is one of them yeah and Andy McFood, shout out. McFood, yes. And so he was telling me, you know, 10 years ago that he had a show here, uh, and it was Pirate Cat back then. And I, I would think it would be really fun to have him back here because I'm, I'm pretty sure it's all the same stuff from about 12 years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So it would probably sound the same. Yeah.
1: No, yeah. I, You know, we played a show...
2: With butt problems back um, at the crepe place one time, which is <laughs> such an interesting place to play in general. Butt
1: problems? <laughs> Stuff in your face with food and... This hearing problems. Yeah,
2: hearing um, questionable pet or something crazy. But yeah, I mean, I want to play with them again, though. So I, w- I want to play with Stormfucker. That would be fun. You know, something...
1: Maybe we'll- It'll be really fun. I mentioned um, I mentioned to Andy because I because we're in the same neighborhood. I mentioned it was like about uh doing a Halloween tiki desk concert. I was like, because that's perfect. I mean, some yeah. So do you do it like full band? Yeah, Hell full yeah. band. Well, luckily I have the buy in for for my neighbors. If we didn't have the buy in for the neighbors, there's just there's no way. I, right. I worked for Seize Candies for my day job, mm-hmm. and so you know, back in two thousand and eighteen, you know, whenever I. Was it 2017? Yeah, it was 2018. I was just like, hey, you know, I'm gonna have some bands over. I think it was happened to be Mother's Day weekend. I was like, oh, my mom's. I'm, as long as your mom's involved, everything's all right. Yeah. No one's gonna call the cops on you and your mom. No. Yeah. You know. And so I had um I had said that, and I remember the first band that I had over to play. I remember thinking, oh fuck, they're gonna call the cops. I remember yeah. thinking that it was think it was like March tw- or May twelfth. 2009 or er, 2018 and i remember thinking i was like the first band i'm like oh no this is done this is done yeah there's no way this is gonna work and getting over that and so you know people started to come in back then i wasn't live streaming i do i prefer just a live performance i got more into live streaming because of the pandemic yeah like everybody um, <laughs> yeah so what's cool about it is like if when you're not live streaming then you could just go and you know, answer the door if somebody's there. If you're right. live streaming, then you're kind of like, you got your hands tied behind your back. <laughs> you're like, the cops are here like, well, tell them to hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, so where it is and where this rooftop is, it's on, you know, in Bernal, right, right there on College Hill or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm tucked away in the back. So back in the 1940s, it used to be a Safeway parking lot. Really? And so it's this really bizarre alleyway that doesn't make any sense. Huh. Like normally homes that have a backyard, but because it, it used to be a parking lot, um, it's just this open alleyway and this the rooftop, and where it's at is tucked away on the back. So the people that had come there the first day that I uh, first time that I did this, they said like they couldn't even tell where the music was coming from. So the the deal is, is even if you were gonna call the cops, you wouldn't know where you to wouldn't go. want to know where to call the cops. <laughs> you want to know who you know. You're like there's there's loud music <clears throat> happening somewhere in the. Birtle H- Hill. You know? yeah.
2: It's like, where?
1: It's like, which door do you knock on?
2: You know, that's a good point. Never thought of that. That's actually not a bad idea in general. If you're going to do house show, like set up some like fake house shows <laughs> with like big PAs louder than the band. <laughs> so then they get the cops called and they're like, well, we, we shut that one place down. Like, There's another one. There's another one somewhere.
1: But Hey, you're giving me some ideas here. That's fun. The only that reason, the really great. Yeah. The only reason I say
2: that is because we, we want to, We want to play outside. That's like one of the things we've been wanting to do. But nobody wants us to play outside because we get the cops. Every house show we've ever played, we've never finished a set because the cops usually come. Even one time at Winter's Tavern, we were playing inside and the cops came and told us to turn down. Are you serious? And they said that that's like never happened before. And I was like, I mean, I'm I'm like, it's loud, but like didn't seem like that much louder than other shows. But hey, maybe it's just our brand. I don't know
1: huh i just can't imagine that
2: yeah i know it was one of those things that i remember cj came up to us afterwards and he was like holy shit that's never happened before i'm sorry guys i'm like "No, it's fine like happens to us all the time actually so
1: wow but it hasn't happened in a while but yeah. i don't know well you guys are pretty tight like you guys have said you know i i get to see like i don't know somebody was in a bad mood or something yeah, I guess, I don't, yeah, I don't know There's what it was. Tavern? Gosh, I know, I've been there like... It's like right next to
4: the freeway, it's like,
1: or highway or whatever. Yeah, I just, yeah, that's interesting. There was only one time I got the cops called on me, mm-hmm. and gosh, I was thinking of his pod was still illegal and shit. It was a good thing I wasn't blazing up anything.
2: Like, I'm sure they wouldn't care in San Francisco anyway. Yeah, That was like always the thing here you're like you could have a beer on the side of the road and get more in trouble than if you had a bong on the side of the road
1: or something <laughs> yeah it's and so somebody had called the cops because it was finals week ah, and that explains i had it. i had the you know i was just playing it was just me and a guitar it wasn't a band or anything i got a little knock on the garage of my place and the cop i'm thinking it's my roommate Mm-hmm. you know and i go up to the door and I open up and the thing going to be a room. it's a cop and he said that someone said there was a band playing here really loud and i was the only person there oh really <laughs> i'm just like i don't know I was that was the only time and it was just it didn't even make any sense
2: that's hilarious so there was it was no one else was there
1: was no band there was it was just me
2: yeah so Oh, interesting. It might
1: have been so the, a lot of it, I think, is a reflection, right? Yeah. And yeah. because where it might be, where I'm at, or where the tiki desk concerts, and where it's tucked away on this thing, it's like it's hard to tell if people are could hear it or if it's just getting sucked up into the universe somewhere yeah, where no one can like hear a it. Black hole or something. I mean, you got something over there, something special. I got it. You know, especially if, was it? It's just fun. You know. Yeah. Uh, the last couple last times I did an open mic and there's people up in there making some really nasty jokes. Like (laughs) like really bad. And I remember thinking I'm like, you know what? This is what's gonna this This is is gonna gonna be the downfall. This is gonna be it. (laughs) Yeah. And I ran and I feel like that's what is good. I have a really good friend of mine, um Andrew, uh he's in a band called The Under Trio. I don't know if you've heard of him. You'll probably see him around. I don't Um, know if I have. And so he's got a, a, a place and he's got like a backyard and so he does house shows there and so he didn't tell his neighbor that he was going to do it so the first impression that the neighbor had was just this noise and so i think that might have i might have got um i got a step ahead in that i went and talked to my neighbors and be like hey let me know if we're too loud you know calls yeah. if we're too loud try to be done by 10 but i mean every time that i've done it you know i mean like you know maybe 10 10 30 11 o'clock you know, these neighbors, I was like, hey, was everything cool? I was like, hey, don't worry until how late you play next time. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this anywhere else. I feel like I could try to move and go and do this somewhere else, but then I might have a shitty neighbor. Oh, you know? yeah.
2: It's all about that's the thing. Like, half of not even apartments, just like anywhere that you move, like, could be the coolest place ever. But if you have a shitty neighbor, you can like really, you know, soften your load there, you know? We had one in Tempe, actually. It was like an older lady that, very anal about like their house they would like do they would like go like inspect their house including their roof daily like kind of OCD crazy I don't know maybe there was something else wrong and I shouldn't be talking shit but either way they were they were nice people but they like they couldn't handle the music like even one time they called the cops on us at 12 in the afternoon on a Saturday and I'm like so if you don't want us playing music at 12 and this is like in our house not like you know we had soundproofing and stuff and if you don't want us to playing now i, I when's a better time like like yeah. we got to come up with a compromise here <laughs> like you know and they were just like we just want you to not play music and we're like well i don't like your garden why don't you get rid of it you know no yeah. i'm just kidding but that's that's how we felt at least
1: i think maybe i don't know i just cuz i've seen you guys play i mean it's rock and roll it's yeah. a mutation of rock and roll it's so much fun and i don't know i Maybe you just got some bad neighbors. Maybe it, that's what it, was it is.
2: A, she was she was not the best. She was like nice when you talked to her, but you just it was one of those things where you like go like, "Hey, if there's any issues, like just let us know." And she was the type of person that was like, "No, we're going to call the police if there's issues." And you're like, "You're really going to waste their time like doing that when you could just call me and I would stop." Like, really? Like, you're wasting our tax dollars on that? And she's like, "Yep." And the best thing is they could never do anything about it anyway. They just go, hey, you're bothering your neighbors, but it's before 10, so just so you know. And we were like, cool. <laughs> so there was like this weird gray area that like nothing could actually happen. So it was just like they would come and they'd be like, hey, we're here again. You're bothering them. And we're like, cool. You guys like the jam
1: this time? And they're like, yeah, it sounded good. And they would leave.
2: So we became friends with them eventually.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. You said, where was that? That was
2: in Tempe, Arizona, um, back in the day. But that was like 2000, oh my gosh. Before 2014, I guess. I can't believe I've lived here for seven years now. Seven years next month, actually.
1: Kind of crazy. It's a reunion. It is. It's great. Yeah, so I wonder, you know, because... I mean you definitely play music all the time. Try I to. I mean you have secret studios which is great. I'm I don't know. I I have a couple, you know, friends with some space where I can go and make a bunch of noise and not have to worry about it. Um I usually keep it pretty acoustic though at my place. I'm just wondering like I don't know if my neighbors could hear me, but I don't know. No one's talked to me about it, so
2: yeah, you know, if you ever want to test the waters,
1: <laughs> you know, the band the call. So yeah, I think Halloween. If you guys are up for it, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, got a whole, you know. That sounds army fun. There. I could. I could. I'll talk to the talk to the pigs. You know. I may be able to. Um, well, I already uh, mentioned it to uh, Andy McFood. Nice. Um, but that would be really fun. So I got actually. That would be fun. Uh, Doctor Stryker. Oh uh, that no! Night. Oh
2: man! Yeah.
1: I haven't seen him
2: in couple of years now i saw i haven't been last year I, or last month i didn't go out to a lot of shows because my parents were in town and i was being like extra safe and stuff but i saw he like other people posting and i'm like oh, dr striker dr striker oh, he's out and about again I'm like yes so we've played with him a few times he is quite a blast <laughs> yeah full band or solo which i feel like for me personally like sometimes that changes the dynamic but not for him. It's like just as good either way, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I I've enjoyed every set um, that they've uh, done that I've seen them play, but this last one was my favorite. Really? I feel like every time they do like the the
2: le- most recent performance, it becomes my favorite.
1: Yeah. It's just the the theatrical part of it is just like so cool. It's breaking down the the binary or <laughs> whatever they're doing, you know? Yeah. Wireless. I I don't know. The whole oh, wireless yeah. thing. I mean, there's too many things that could go wrong with wireless. I don't know if you guys have messed with it. And-
2: I actually bought one um recently for like, my friend was selling one and it was like a used one and it was like 30 bucks or something. And I was like, sure, I'll buy it. And I like tried it at my practice space and I was like, this is great. But then there was like a few moments where it like would cut out. And I'm just like, I can't have that happen at a show. Like, yeah. Even though actually at the show that you saw us at, at my cable got unplugged from the amp, which doesn't happen all the time, but did that show for a second. And I'm like, why can't I hear my guitar? Oh, gosh, damn it. So I guess in general, maybe if I was a wireless, I wouldn't have had an issue, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I haven't found one that I feel like is reliant enough that I can be like, this will be there for the whole show.
1: Yeah, I had one that lasted for a while. It seems like they have maybe a 3 month and especially as much as people like you and I or yeah. anyone out, you know, that are playing as frequently as we're playing and using it that much that maybe the the ones that I've seen that even the ones that are like 70, 80 bucks like I just used it for 3 months and then it just stopped working. And it's huh. like, ah. Oh. Yeah,
2: it's I I don't know. I like was kind of one of those things when they first came out they were so expensive and then they were like they were so big and there was like parts and i just was like and eh, not for me i'll just keep a cable and now yeah there's so many different ones i haven't even i have a little practice amp that has like a little like wireless one and that one actually works actually now that i think about it i've never used it for a show obviously but like i haven't really had any hiccups with that it um it's a boss one and oh nice I mean, they make good shit, but
1: yeah, Boss is good. Yeah, the ones that I'm finding on Amazon are just some fucking bon- some like Donner new- ones. Donner, and stuff. yeah, Donner. What's the other one? Yeah, just like these. I don't know. Amazon's making their cut off, and that's why.
2: I know. Yeah. So I don't know. One day I hope that I can, I guess, shred, get rid of the cables and just go wireless.
1: But for now, uh, oh well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it just isn't worth the the wireless because so that's what it is. I i set this open mic and so I got this thing. So I got this Cord K oscillator. I don't know if you remember those like, mm-hmm. like in the nineties, my cousin had it in his closet it was going to kick around the back of his closet. And so when I locked myself in the studio over the pandemic, I started I was using the the drum synth and those tracks for backing tracks. Nice. But then I was like, Well if I'm gonna play this live, how the fuck how am I gonna play this live? Yeah. And it, I don't know, I always let um Playing like backing tracks for some reason, I was just like, "Man, it's gonna sound like a karaoke or something," you know. So I found a way to, to actually mount it on the guitar with a wireless thing, so I could mess around with the oh. the. Yeah. Interesting. And then at this open mic, we were just talking about it. It's like it just went out it of me. Just died. The wireless thing just went out on me. I'm just like, "Oh shit!" I guess everything that I had planned is is, is dead. Dead. <laughs>
2: oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's uh, I guess. Cables back to cables then, huh? The old-fashioned way. Yeah. yeah. That's uh one day. One day. We'll we'll get there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we got elbow room on October second.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm super looking forward. We're playing with um, the Helltones. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them. From, from Oakland. They're like a. I think they're like a seven-piece band because they have like background singers, which like really they're kind of like bluesy rock. Um, and then we're also playing with um, Sweetwater Black, which if you don't know who they are, they you should definitely check them out. Um, we've played with them in um, in San Francisco before. I think they're actually some of them live in Oakland, I believe. But just um seth is the singer's name and he just man the dude can sing like no other and they're kind of like harder bluesy rock as well in some ways and it's just oh i'm so looking forward to that lineup it's just gonna be a stacked
1: lineup so it's gonna be real fun that's really fun i was gonna blast one of these uh tracks um this uh litter bug yeah and then we'll close it out with a Tiki Das concert. I'm super Sweet. pumped about this show on uh the October second
2: yeah, everybody should
1: not litter, yeah litter bug yeah Rega is compostable exactly. <laughs> Get me fired up For the weekend
2: Yeah (laughs) That's what I like to hear Yeah Some loud
1: rock and roll To start your Friday Yeah Oh, There we go Yeah this is uh, This is Sunk Sick I actually uh, Was it Jason Young's son I think you know Jason Oh yeah 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 so this is uh, This is his Duo band here Oh sick And What uh, are they called Sunk Sunk yeah All right. S U N Q. Let's oh, okay. I think I saw
2: him posting about this. I have actually have not listened, so. Yeah,
1: it's become my my the theme song. I, you uh, know, that is like when you're writing music and stuff like that, you're just throwing paint at the wall. And I came up with the idea for the show and wrote a song that was inspired with the idea of the show. I'm like, I can't have my own song on my own show. I don't have that big of an ego. <laughs>
2: yeah, right? <laughs> it's definitely, you're like, uh. That seems weirder but I mean I guess you could still do it I guess if it's like if it's made for the show I guess it's one thing it's like this is my favorite song of myself <laughs> you know or something
1: yeah it was really fun it's been awesome having you on the show I was going to yeah. wind it down with the Tiki Desk concert Yeah, want to remind everyone um, to uh, check out the show and buy the tickets for uh, The Elbow Room October 2nd
2: yeah Check out our, our website, AlveandheBreakfastBigs.com. Bunch of good stuff on there. Merch and tickets and and the comic book. So there you go.
1: <laughs> really fun. Yeah, it was a pleasure being here. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in. And we are getting geared up to play this Tiki Desk concert back. It's an open mic, so there's gonna be a lot of combination of comedy and spoken poetry and you just never know what you're it's going to hit you sunk lightning that is my Candyman theme and we'll catch you guys next uh next week all right we are live here yes concerts thank you all for tuning in we got a nice open mic here and we have a featured act a little later which i'm excited about and so we're gonna start it out with a little, uh, some laughs, we've got a comedian here. All right, we got Peter coming up here right to the stage. It's getting hot.
4: Go, go, Power Rangers! If we got fat, the yellow stand the blue one's gay, I'd select his dick, hello! <laughs> Oh, beautiful people. And all my beautiful followers here in Guam. You can follow me on Instagram at pstruck14. All right, let's move on to the laughs. Um Yes, I am gay. I'm actually a little bit of a slut. And I get that that feels off-brand looking at me. Like, I look like the only thing I've ever blown is the clarinet. But, oh, yeah. If you played the woodwind in, college, in high school, you are now gay. You were sucking dick, it was preparation. That's all it was. So yeah, I I don't look like I get laid a lot, but you know, I've let a lot of dudes ram me to the point where I don't think I could tell you the number of men I've slept with. Like if I had to guess, it's kind of like guessing the number of gumballs in a machine. (laughs) Like maybe it's 80, maybe it's 500. Put a quarter in me and let's find out. I like the girl from Mamma Mia. At any one point, I have three daddies in me and so I know nothing about them. And like the girl from Mamma Mia, the only support I want is for them to sing my backup vocals. Like, tonight the super trooper lights are gonna find me shining like the super ba trooper Like, I want them to hit that note for me. Uh, I recently went to a wedding. Don't applaud. It was for straight people. We don't support their love. <laughs> no, like, there's nothing as a comedian that I love more than watching the best man just eat shit on the speech. Like, there's nothing more satisfying. To me. I'm like heckling from the back, like. Do crowd work. <laughs> Someone give
5: him <them> the light. <laughs>
4: Like, okay, straight weddings are great, but they're just so traditional. Like if you've seen one, you've seen them all, okay? And what I am here to tell you is that when I finally settle down with the sugar daddy of my dreams, my wedding is going to be the most over-the-top extravaganza you've ever been to. Okay? Here is how we are doing away with tradition, okay? First of all, flower girl, no Jeremy children at my wedding. Okay, my flower girl is going to be a drag queen. And I'm not going to have a ring bearer, I'm going to have a ring bear. And you can guess where the rings are gonna be put. Oh, in the reception, that shit's gonna be lit, okay? I'm going to make my entrance on like a chariot that is being dragged by shirtless submissive twinks who have like leashes around their neck. I'm going to be like, mush! And we're going to have fireworks and naked men who are doing trapeze from the ceiling and I'm going to make sure that all of my guests as a gift get Molly because I want the dance floor to be turned. okay (laughs) here's the one thing we are not doing at my wedding though we are not doing the couples dance you know the couples dance yeah where it's like they bring all of the people who are already married on the dance floor and they whittle them out. Like, if you've only been married four years, get off the dance floor. Fifteen years. Like, fuck that. Okay. At my wedding, we're going to do that with single people. So it's gonna be like if you've only got four matches on Hinge, get off the dance floor. For everyone's sake. If you have been ghosted 20 times, take a fucking hint. I love retail. Do we love retail here? We love retail therapy? Yeah. Like, I could just, like, Fuck up a Target, you know? Or, like, if you put me in staples at a back-to-school sale, it's over, okay? I'm buying gel pens and binders for all of the classes. I'm not even taking. But there is one retail place that I do not fuck with. It is Ikea. Okay? Like, it's just so fucking confusing. Like, everything there is named, like, Schmegma. And you're stuck in this one-way lane of traffic behind people who have no sense of urgency, okay? Like, they're just on their phone, still playing Pokemon Go for five years. Like, they're like, gotta catch the Squirtle. I'm like, which dresser is the Squirtle? Are you still playing Pokemon Go all of these years later because you haven't found the exit? Because you've just been trapped in this Ikea, sleeping on the Shmegma bed every night? Uh, the pandemic is not ending, but we can do things. We have rules, but we can do things again. Okay. Like I don't know if y'all saw this, but in Japan, you're allowed to ride roller coasters again? But you're not allowed to scream. (laughs) Because it's a saliva risk for the car behind you. So Samusen Park in Tokyo has all these signs up that say, please scream inside your heart. (laughs) To which I say, I have been doing that a very long time. (laughs) Like, it just takes one walk through Folsom Street Fair, and I'm like, Oh, let's see. Uh, here's a question for you: How many more movies about Princess Diana do we need? Because like we had that entire season of The Crown, and then Netflix released a documentary at the exact same time. God forbid we spaced that out nicely. And now there's going to be a Princess Diana movie starring Kristen Stewart. Well, is Princess Diana gonna like blow a werewolf? This is like the time they did Abe Lincoln versus the Vampire Hunters? Like, who dropped acid and thought of this idea? Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> it is a Friday night, living it up. Uh, let me tell you, I went on a bender last weekend. Yeah, um, I went out in the castro and decided to take a shot every time they played Lady Gaga. Yeah, so I blacked out. And, uh... I, It was 2 a.m. It was last call for men. So I'm on the street looking around like, which guy am I going to take home tonight? Where's the street meat I'm going to eat? And I was like, you there. The man with the green hair. I want you to get into this lift and we're going to go have sex. And he was like, okay. So I'm making out with this guy that i have just met off the street because I saw his green hair and I was like, okay, that's a person that I can see because of the green hair. And we're making out in the backseat of this lift, but I don't know if you've been in rideshare during the pandemic. You're <laughs> supposed to wear a mask at all times. So this is a little like, you know, we'd be drunkenly making out and then we'd be like, oh, judgment's getting the better of us. Gotta stop that. So we like go back and forth between that. And then finally the lift driver's like, it's okay, I'm totally fine with it.
6: <laughs> and
4: I was like, how fine with it are you? And finally I was like, hey man, do you want to get in on this action? And I was like, yeah. So I had a Lyft driver with a man with green hair I had a threesome with a lift driver and a man with green hair. That's what happened. That's what happened on my bedroom. Yes, thank you. Here's logistically how it worked, okay? Like, we'd get to the stoplight, and when it would be red, I would lean forward, and I would leech my mouth onto the lift driver, and then when it was green, that was my mental cue of, like, okay, green means green-haired man, and I'd go back to making out with the man with green hair. Okay? So the three of us... Go back to my apartment, it's almost like Goldilocks because we had the three bears. <laughs> and uh, so the three of us are fooling around. Then the lift driver takes a shower and doesn't dry himself off.
6: <laughs>
4: and then comes back for seconds with, yeah, like sopping wet into my bed. I was like, bro, I'm not trying to hook up with a mop here tonight. <laughs> So he left. But the man with the green hair continued to hook up with me. And this is the thing about the green-haired man. He's a biter, which is not sexy. Like, we have outgrown the hickey stage of hookups long ago. And so eventually I was just like, bro, this, this hurts too much. We, we got to stop. And I go to the bathroom and look at myself in the mirror. I have lesions over my chest and on my neck to the point where I look like a 1988 gay AIDS patient okay like yeah it's like I got the gay cancer t-cell count is below five I'm not gonna make it there's stigma against me so after I die I'm just gonna be remembered by some patch on a politically correct quilt but then the next day I wake up with the green-haired man right next to me, and we go right back to hooking up again. So clearly didn't learn that lesson. And we're fooling around again, and the green-haired man reaches for what he thought was my lube to put on my dick. It was my hand sanitizer. Oh no! Oh no. Yep, that was the correct response. Oh,
1: it's bad, it's really
4: bad. Yeah, so, um, these fires aren't the only thing that burn right now. When I pee, it is truly like I've set Tahoe on fire at the moment. But um, I tell you all that to say, it's Friday night. I'm looking for two men to do that with again. So if you got any leads, hit me up. And that's where I'm gonna leave you tonight. I've been Peter Struckmeyer. Follow me on Instagram, Guam people who are streaming this. I never get the mic right.
1: At Peace Track 14. Another, another round of applause for Peter, that was great. Woo. Wow. I don't know if it's some fire. It's really heating up. Yeah, so everyone out there listening in, Tiki Desk concerts. Got some exciting folks coming up here. Got a featured act coming out here at 9 30. And up next, we got loser soup coming up here. Yeah, woo! I'm not. I'm not as good as Pam at doing that.
7: Sorry, that motherfucker. That uh, fucking went. Mom, I was like, waiting for her. I was like, oh, what you need to talk about? Yeah, we got five stars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are we doing there? Check it, check it, check it. Hey, I'm in a band called Luger Soup. I'm actually playing a show tomorrow, uh, Point Emery. It's a van show. It's an outdoor show, so if you want to keep it safe and stay outside. Uh, it starts at 1 o'clock. Uh, I really have a couple of bands. I'm actually playing triple time up on... Packing up a buddy of mine and I playing a bank Hell Lugia Soup. I was playing Elegant Trash. Trash, trash, trash. I am going to play a couple songs. Song did you do? One oh, I don't know. One? I, I didn't really prepare. <laughs> yeah. you want to do another one? Sure. Uh, this one's, uh, it's kind of funny. I had this, uh, we played a show at Winter tavern the other night, and uh, we saw this, like, this, like, I guess, like when you say bachelorette party, it was, like, the girls last out as, like, a single woman. And my friend, I was like, I really should have invited them to, like, our show, because they have a song for them. And this one's about a marriage weekend.
1: Comedy open mic at six o'clock uh, i want to see if that was correct information or not it is yes yeah. so we do we started doing a sign up thing um, over the pandemic where we um let me ask Pam she's out here if you want to just hold on the line here just for a second It'd be lovely
0: right. Heard that.
1: hey are you there
3: yes
4: i'm here
1: so um, the list is full for tonight for the comedy sh- um, open mic battle, um, but you're welcome to come by if you'd like to check it out.
6: Okay, thank you.
1: I've seen people sneak uh, on. O'clock. There's some people. Sometimes people drop off, you know, maybe had a little too much cough syrup and didn't make it, you know. But uh, <laughs> if you end up, uh, if you end up here, I don't know. That's possible. you are not going to promise anyone. You might be able to get on the list, potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it's it's six o'clock. Yes. Great, thank you so much. No problem. See you
0: soon. so hard Not to Hey, Thank you. I'm in a
7: band called Loser Soup. Uh, follow her on Instagram, Loser Soup Band. We're on Facebook. Check us out. I uh, play me show tomorrow. Have a good night. Come on, baby. Come
1: on. It's time for Loser Soup here. And where are you guys playing tomorrow? Uh, we play at Point Emery. Oh, Point Emery. That's in Emeryville. It's great. Wow. This whole audience is on fire. Wow. Very exciting. We've got a. Um, we got an exciting night ahead of us. Thank you all for tuning in, TDS Concerts, mini Radio FM, here on a rooftop here, in, we're calling it Bernal Heights now. <laughs> yeah, it's Bernal Heights, yeah. yeah. St. Mary's, that's what it is. College Hill, yeah. Thanks to all my neighbors for making this possible. Um, yeah, we've got some music, we've got some poetry, we got some comedy, you're coming your way. Up next we've got Mance. Woo. Woo.
3: Woo. I'm shaking. Woo. Come
8: on. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm Nance. I don't think this is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nan's <laughs> <laughs> is in. Who's Nance is that? We're <laughs> so,
1: uh, Woo! There we go. Nice. Now you're on fire. Yeah.
8: <laughs> nice. Okay. We'll sigh some poetry for y'all. And this one's called, Gotten Caught. Live or die, believe me when I say I'll thrive. You take me to a table to consume me, but only abuse me if you can't take your turn getting eaten. You taste so good. Don't deny me that flesh. I'll lie down and let you eat it out, but you'll never feel full. So I'll find a consumer who can switch it up, flip us around living and dying in the same breath and sound. Find me full, always abundant, with lovely beings caring for me because I can flip that script on them. Everything you do will always come back to you. And if you can't figure out how to be full, keep consuming endlessly, you'll be eaten until you're out too. It's not about satisfaction. It's about seeing a single thing you take and knowing exactly what it is you have. Harnessing its essence through you to be in relationship with it. It's extension of yourself. Yours or not, you are mine. Yours is out there, unknown, unowned, unlabeled, universal renowned, feeling not told to have me in your hold. Can you hold me loose enough to keep me? Could we eye gaze long enough before I have to look away? Too engaged, enamored, endowed to each one, having, holding all we have as our own, each thing. Thank you. I'm working on a zine right now, and the zine is about how when we prioritize monetary profit over our human bodies and natural resources, this promotes a rape culture. And this is harmful. This is bad. Don't do that. (laughs) Um, And how sex work is a step towards changing this. And I have one more poem for y'all. Oh, but if you're interested in that, please come talk to me. I'm making a my own personal zine and a larger zine. And I would love to have other people add their work to it as well, if that's something that interests you. So please be a part of it if you'd like. I have one more poem for y'all. And it's called Heart's Dagger. My heart's been crushed over a million times. It beats out blood in a compressed, sharp dagger. I hold it tight to my chest with loose arms, ready to strike. Protective too much to enjoy some moments, because when my eyes bleed, it's black sometimes. As the red becomes so dark, blindness is binding. But inside, there's a pure child that didn't have any intention of hurting or getting hurt. She waits in stone ice as the sun melts, frozen water holding them in. He smiles, patiently awaiting for the moment the earth on the Arctic warms up enough to break free from the ice prison of that's just how it is. And millionaires make enough off killing mammals with fossil fuels to justify their returned death. She holds her heart dagger ready because she's seen love bleed and can't stomach the feeling of watching the world around her melt away anymore and would give anything to save daddy who froze her mouth shut once from his own greed so scream like you know the rivers are telling you they bleed and aren't used to running this much water as the snow struggles to be saved on mountain tops throughout the year if your retirement account is in the sp S&P 500, that's fossil fuels you're funding. Do you like stomaching that? Do you think that'll last? Pure love can't be saved when we don't fight for the world not having to be harsh, and we need fossil fuels to feed our families. This structure is crumbling with a simple step. Search back and remember what you're funding, the funneling of tar through silver coasts, carve smiles into stone, Since we can't remember happiness without someone else, love will always be stronger, connection will always stay afloat, and ignoring the screams of those simply trying to survive is not strength when the bullet you swallow lingers metal in your throat. Tapping into their pain can help us mitigate the numb avoidance aura of everything is always the same. I can't tell you of one day I thought the world was plain, Rich people travel the world and most gorgeous mountains and can't recall one aspect of their journey that brought them joy. It's all the same. The repercussions of inconsiderate consumption are more poisonous than you give credit for and always looking like there's something to gain is an endless game that only takes away from everyone having it already. Share and take care of all the space you touch because your presence impacts whether you like it or not. So if people are going to f- are going to feel you anyways, it can all be growing pain. You stand no matter what. So what do you defend and make spa- space for? And what are you brave enough to enjoy? Stomaching destroying the environment isn't the strength you see it as. Sensing its pain and losing resources keeps you connected to a cause. Real strength is restraint and following the doors you know to be real footholds saving your energy for where it's needed. They say violence isn't the answer, but they also say war boosts the economy. So let's hit two stones with flying birds and burn those who are hoarding resources. <laughs> um, even if you stopped right now, you might not be able to stop the sacred rage from breaking free and slipping out. But imagine how much more of a cleanup you'll need if you ignore nature's call and keep going. This world isn't solid. It's like putty, expanding and contracting. And humans have more of a say than anyone on what it is we're building. Trust that feeling inside of you that's burning and use your voice. Hold up the earth that holds you and she'll protect you in return. Thank you.
1: spoken poetry to start the weekend here feeling nice and it's nice breeze nice breeze exciting cool so we uh, up next we have uh, Lola coming up to the stage
9: Thank you. Uh, I also have some spoken word poetry for you guys. Yay! Um, it feels really nice because I haven't been doing open mic since pre-pandemic, and it's just been so long since I put my heart out here to you guys. So yes, thank you. Just a warm welcome, literally a warm welcome. Um, yeah. So I got a couple poems for you. This first one is like definitely in my feels. Honestly, um, it's about letting go of someone I really wanted to be with and didn't work out. So uh, it's called People Places. I associate places with people. I sit in the plaza I consider ours where we dance till night under the stars in our universe, you're never far. I didn't expect us to fall apart. I know you're just a call away but I don't really have a thing to say. I don't think I even want you to stay. Yeah. Sure, I'm okay. But also, I'm really not okay today. I'm here in the place that you brought life into, and now I feel how it feels to really be through. Replay replay the moment live as if I never knew you. Not everything new feels as good as you do. Should I hop on the F line and take the first stop to anywhere, float through the day without a care? Just like how we wandered across the city, This time, I'll tell myself I'm pretty. The seat beside me looks pretty empty. All the space between is you and me. See, I love you so much it hurts. Not because love is meant to hurt, not because the love, it's because the love I have isn't fully shared. See, I put it all up front, I make the plans, I set the day, I look forward to it all, And yet the plans, the ideas always seem to fall, yet I go along with it all. Sometimes I want you to derail me, take me out of my set mode and switch me up, and sometimes I just want you to rail me. Take me out of my street clothes and snatch me up. But see, maybe what we want just isn't a match because what I want isn't too much. It's just enough and I am enough. And what you want isn't all of me. So if I'm too much, you can go find less. Yay! Thank you, thank you. Okay, cool. There's some real shit. Um, I have one more poem for you guys. Um, this one's just more fun and sassy to lighten the. The intensity of the fields that must flow as well. So there's place for all of it. Uh, <laughs> this is a response to all the men who hit on me that are just annoying.
8: Yep. Hey baby,
9: are you taken? Well, the truth is, people don't take me but i'm certainly dating and i see that you're waiting for me to start begging for you to come over but you see i'm so over having lame lovers and right now I'm so sober, so you see that I'll never be in to you And sure as hell, not under you You think the world revolves round you? See, honey, I already know about you Because your lines ain't nothing new But you're gonna say you're another type of dude <laughs> But I see you, all I need to do is turn a cheek and walk away And you'll see the way I walk with flow and sway and you'll be wishing and you are missing this cat is hissing saying warning keep the fuck away. Don't try again another day. okay baby
1: Woo here we are Here we are. So we got somebody that's uh, rehearsing in the hallway right now. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we tuning in to TD Desk concerts. And, um, yeah, so the, the, the uh, <laughs> I guess uh, right now, we'll... what about Jason Young's son? Yay! How are you feeling? Yay! How are you feeling? Feeling good? All right. Let me plug this stuff in for We're going to go buy beer if anybody wants yes.
4: to yes. put into the kit. Oh, we have
10: looks
6: like Striker's back. Right okay. All right.
0: Cider. cider,
10: let's make a
6: list.
3: Alright. I've got a way to carry on this. You got right.
10: cider, let's make a list. We do it on a phone? Yeah.
3: You
6: cider? <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. oh, hey. i right. so, yeah. so, cider.
10: cider. Yeah. So, cider. More yeah. cider, one. One. cider, more cider. like you I want more cider. Want so, I want beer, right
3: really the it hit on the shelf. So it sounds like
6: cider cider. Apple cider or cider? We cider which be cider. Right.
10: And then
1: um, at Cider and Beer, there's a lot of
8: money
1: there. We're going. Can I get a smoke yeah. Is there a price on No, cup? No, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, thank you good for doing that one. for us. Oh, oh. Thank you so much for doing the journey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Thank hey, you. Thank Okay. To to um, um, is everything good? I not Yeah, that's nice. Yes. Yes. Thank yes. you so much. It was amazing. It's cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing okay. that. Oh, it's him. This is all JW. No, well, no, no. They're doing the run.
0: But all, JW. This it. all him. Give him all the thanks. She said it was really what? <laughs>
1: Okay, I, I like that
5: yeah, planned out. What's that? It's
6: all good. It's all good. I was just. <laughs> okay. He asked I, if I, I had I anything. If I was going to perform I, I and I was just. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. I, I, have hey. hey. I still have it. I can. I can
10: hey. see you. Yeah. Yeah. I love all your bands. Because all because all you your 12 bands. Thank you.
4: I love you. Hi, everybody. Hi, I'm Jason Young's son. It's really good to be here with old friends and new friends.
10: It's coming soon, the sixth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, six venues. 24 shows, seven days, 75 comics from all over the United States at amazing local venues. Haciento, Atlas Cafe, El Rio, Milk Bar, OMG and The Bar. On Dolores, special headliner shows at El Rio, Thursday night, 7 and 9 o'clock, featuring Scott Capuro, headliner, amazing comedian. Also, Andy Iwancio out of Seattle, here for the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. All tickets are $10, except the headlining show, which are $20. You can find all of the shows on Mutiny Radio's Eventbrite. Reserve them now. And don't miss out, 2021, the 6th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival.
3: Black Block, a novel about protest from Sanjuro. A sample. The walk from Union Square to the bar is a long way for a drink so you want a few stopovers. You get warmed up at Lefty Duels, an old time tavern with memorabilia and a menu from another century. Then a market street dive to rub Elboys with the hoy paloi. Next is a Folsom Leather Bar. The dark, Garth soundtrack is a refreshing change from the usual jukebox anthems, but you must avert your eyes lest you observe gentlefolk in flagrante. That means fucking. Tonight, none of these places are open unless looters have broken in. The city is shut down because of the riots. Thank you, find me at sandrowriter.com, and Black Block is on Amazon.
0: Let me bring you songs from, from the, the woods To make you feel much better than you could know Better than you could Dust know. you down from tip to toe Dust you down from tip to toe Show you how the garden grows Show you how the garden Hold grows Hold you steady as you go Hold steady as you join, join the chorus if you can It'll make you an
6: honest man. Let me-